Lucy Parsons. Welcome to today's show. Today we're talking about five tips for success at Religious Studies A-Level. Now, Religious Studies is a subject where you really have to know your stuff, your facts and your information, but there's also some of the most profound and difficult ideas had by humans to get your head around because it contains philosophy. So some students need quite a lot of help to be able to study it effectively. That's why I've got Chris Eyre on the show today. Chris Eyre has been a religious studies A-level teacher for 25 years. He's taught in secondary schools and a sixth form college. And he also has a large number of years behind him as a senior examiner and has written textbooks on the subject. So he really is the perfect person to help us today. But it's not just the podcast that I've got to share with you um, that Chris has contributed. He is also teaching the How to Revise Religious Religious Studies A-Level Masterclass in the Extraordinaries Club on the 23rd of September. And um, I've seen Chris's slides for this already and they are really, really excellent. So I'm really excited to share this with you. So the things that Chris is going to cover in the How to Revise Religious Studies A-Level Masterclass are how to ensure you have the religious literacy to succeed at A-Level. So this is basically the background knowledge that you need to kind of support what you're learning in the background. What the right kind of effort looks like for religious studies A-level, so you don't waste your valuable study time revising in the wrong way. The three stages of revision for religious studies, so that you can make sure you're doing the right things at the right times throughout the two-year course. Active revision techniques for religious studies, so that you stay engaged with your revision and improve your marks how to write coherent arguments that earn higher level marks, and the writing tricks that make it easier for the examiner to give you high marks, as well as much more. So if you or your child are studying Religious Studies A-Level, I would be really delighted if you signed up for the Masterclass. Um, I will include the link for the Masterclass in today's show notes, and you can find those at lifemoreextraordinary.com forward slash RSA level. So that's all one word, RSA level, lifemoreextraordinary.com forward slash RSA level. Okay, let's get over to the interview I did with Chris for today's podcast so that you can hear some of his key tips and get a flavour of his approach so that you can see whether the masterclass would be a good time and money investment for you. Enjoy the interview. Welcome Chris Eyre to the School Success Formula. Hello. Hello. Hi, Chris. Welcome. Um, can you first of all introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your experience in RE or RS, I should call it. 
Yeah, so it tends to be RS at, at A level. It kind of flips from RE to, to RS. Yeah, uh, my name's Chris Eyre. I'm uh, been a teacher of religious studies for about 25 years uh, now, uh, mainly GCSE and, and A level, secondary, sixth form college. Uh, in addition to that, uh, for around 15 years, I've been a senior examiner with a, a leading uh, exam board, so marking papers, supervising uh, other examiners, uh, setting grade boundaries and, and, and that kind of things. Um, and also I am co-author of a number of uh, revision guides and uh, textbooks uh, relative to the, to the subject. So what Chris is trying to say to us is he's the man to tell us about RS A-level. <laughs> oh, goodness, right. That's pressure. <laughs> well, let's see. So um, I think people perceive certain A-levels to be harder than others, like ones that spring to mind are chemistry, maths and history. Is RS easier than all those other A-levels? Is it the easy option? <laughs> Uh, it's certainly not an easy option. No, uh, we, we do, I think, get this sometimes from, uh, dare I say it, our, our friends in kind of the, the STEM areas of uh, schools and colleges where there's the, this, the perception that, that some subjects, probably their subjects are harder than, than others. Um, I think it is harder than people who have not studied the subject realise. Uh, and I think it's also possibly harder than some students initially realize and we're uh this is you know at the time of recording we're at the the, the start of an academic year um particularly for those of you who are setting out in year 12 um you might think well rs doesn't doesn't strike me as being as difficult as perhaps say history or or english uh literature um but, but it is it is a challenging subject. The ideas that we're, we're looking at are, are some of the, the hardest things um, that, that human beings have, have thought about during the, the course of their, their existence. It's, it's an essay based subject. Uh, there's, there's tons of content. And uh, I think probably my, one of the the first bits of advice and something I'll certainly re repeat in the, the masterclass um, later it is ju just beware thinking that this might be, be slightly easier than your other subjects because that, that can come back to, to, to bite you very easily. Uh, it needs the effort and it needs the, the, the respect that you, uh, that you would put into your, your other subjects, um, whatever they, they may be. Yeah, because philosophy is one of the parts of RSA level, isn't it? And like yes. when you say that's some of the most difficult stuff that human beings have grappled with. I haven't studied a lot of philosophy, but the bits that I have, it's hard. It's really difficult to wrap your head around some of these things. So you do have to have that respect for the content, but you do have to work hard as well, don't you? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, the, the the standard rule, I think, to to get anywhere at, at A level is that you're you're putting it in at least as much time outside of the the, the class uh, as you are inside of of the class, and, and you're trying to to do the things that not just what your your teacher's asking you to do, but you're you're trying to 
analyze your own gaps, take control a little more of, of your own uh, learning and making sure that, you know, are there topics that you're weaker on, that you're, you're stronger on and, and, and keeping that kind of regular uh, review of topics. Um, we've, we've actually, as, as a college, we, we're trying to pull away slightly from the word revision because that, that actually implies that's something I'm going to leave to the end of the course. You know, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to study the course and then I'm going to revise it, maybe starting in, in Easter of the uh, of the second year. And, and that that's really problematic, because if if that's the approach, then potentially you're, you're not revising at that point. You're actually having to reteach yourself everything yes. Um, because it, it it's just gone so so that sort of regular re review of topics uh, is is key to that e even when homework isn't set always being asked asking yourselves what 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 can I be doing to, uh, to to plug some of the gaps that I might have yeah and um, I published a um, podcast and blog post a few weeks ago um, with three tips for new year 12 to start the sixth form right and one of the things I said in there was you know right from the beginning be making sure that you are fully understanding the concepts that you're being taught yes. and not kind of parking it for later because that's when you really fall into problems in A-level study you just really need to be thoroughly understanding everything as you go along don't you yes it's about being on top of things because otherwise you, you'll get to a point where everything just piles up and, and and you don't feel great about that and that just increases your your stress in in the long term yeah definitely okay then chris so the big message there is treat a level rs with as much respect as you would for any other a level subject and put the work in basically absolutely Okay, fantastic. So what do you need going into A-level RS to succeed? So kind of what are you bringing with you into the first weeks of study? Um, you're bringing with you a number of things. It may be that you're bringing with you a, a GCSE in the subject. Um, now, depending on the school or college that you go to, that may or may not be a requirement. But if you have done GCSE in, in RS, don't metaphorically or literally throw those notes away um, don't put them in the box and say that's done with because a lot of the content that you've done at GCSE is a foundation potentially to what you're going to do at, at a level there are philosophical and ethical themes there are studies of, of religion um, so, so don't throw away your GCSE bring an open mind with you you're, you're going to find concepts at a level that, that are challenging um, that are very different, um, that are hard. So bring an open mind, bring a work ethic. Um, but, but also probably the one thing that is slightly different at, at A-level to, to GCSE is whereas at GCSE you will, you will study uh, two faiths, um, at A-level you're doing a detailed study of one religious faith. Um, it, your teacher or your school will, will choose in, in almost all cases what, what that is, uh, whether that be, be Christianity, Islam or Buddhism, uh, Judaism, your teacher probably will, will, will choose that for you. Now that requires um, that you kind of, for, for a third of your A-level, are, are looking at the world through almost that religious lens. You may or may not be a, a person of faith yourself. 
Um, it may or may not be that the faith that you've been brought up in. Um, and, and sometimes even if it is the faith you've been brought up in, you think, well, the, the faith that's in the textbook doesn't quite represent how I was, was being brought up. So I think it's important to do the background reading. If you know that your, your school is going to be um, teaching Islam at, at A-level, um, be thinking about what books can I read going into year 12 that will give me some background? Because probably, I say this as a teacher myself, sometimes we're, we're very bad at assuming that, that people know things that, that they don't. Um, so, so try and get some background reading, particularly in the, the, the faith that you're, you're going to be studying at A-level. Yeah, and I suppose if you have been brought up in the faith that you're studying, you do kind of have a bit a bit of an advantage in some ways in that you've got that hinterland of knowledge. Um, but I, I suppose in some ways that could be a disadvantage as well because you could get a little bit lazy because you kind of assume that having grown up in it, you know it all, but maybe you don't know it all because you know what's done in, your, in the particular place where you worship but you don't know how it's done everywhere across, you know, in every church or every mosque or whatever. Yeah, I, th I think you've put that really well. I think that there's definitely the pro and the con there, isn't there? That um, you are, for example, in Christianity, when, when someone mentions the parable of the Good Samaritan or mentions an event from the life of Jesus, if you've been brought up in that context or you've studied at GCSE, you've got that as a background. You've got that as a kind of a, a peg to put the other pieces of knowledge on. Um, but, but there is, as you say, that risk that um, you know, we, we talk a lot about worldviews increasingly in, in religious studies, and there isn't necessarily one Christian or one uh, Muslim worldview that there are a number of, of different, um, often valid interpretations of texts and of, of teachings. So it, it is, as you say, it's, it's both an advantage and, and a disadvantage, uh, which, which makes, as, as we said, that the case for, for wider reading. Yes, yeah, wider reading. I'm always talking about wider reading at A-level and it's just so important to get that breadth and depth of knowledge, isn't it, beyond what yes, is yeah. possible to deliver in the classroom setting. Yeah. Okay then, so how important are facts and content for RS A-level? It sounds a bit like quite a lot of it is based around ideas, but is much of it based on stuff that you just have to learn? I think um, it, it is important, um, but it, there are, so, so typically the, the way the, the A-level is organised, that there's 40% uh, of the marks is, is for AO1, uh, which is for knowledge and understanding. So we might think of that, that's facts, that's, that's information, that's mm -hmm. awareness of different ideas. And then 60% is for the assessment, is for the evaluation. So that's putting an argument, weighing up the relative pros and cons of, of different, different sides of, uh, of the case. Um, I think for as far as my work with students goes, I would say that the content is, is the thing that students initially feel a little bit more anxious about because there are so many so many people 
who've said so many things, who've got so many ideas. How am I going to remember all of this? Mm -hmm. um, and it is important to, to remember a lot of that and to remember a lot of it in depth um, for, for high marks. Um, but it probably won't be the main thing. But that said, it, it's often the first thing. Uh, one analogy I, I use with, with students is, is the analogy of, of baking a cake. So um, if I'm going to, to bake a cake, um, I actually need the ingredients in the cupboard. Um, and understanding the content, actually knowing what um, Immanuel Kant says or what Jeremy Bentham said, or, or what uh, different Christians think about life after death, that's the ingredients in the cupboard. Uh, now, the skill then comes of how can I combine those ingredients in a really interesting way to make a, if we, we extend the metaphor, to make a really nice cake. But the, <laughs> but the, the first thing is having the ingredients in, in the cupboard. Uh, and without that, um, we'll, we'll struggle. Um, I hope that generally I could write a very good essay. But if you ask me a question about how a car engine is put together or, or the, the best ways of, I don't know, uh, assembling a shed, um, the fact that I can write a good essay isn't going to help me to write a good essay on that subject. I need the ingredients. I, I need the knowledge and the understanding. And, and then I can do something interesting with it. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I think that stands for any academic subject, really, doesn't it? Yeah, you need that yeah. factual, knowledgeable foundation, and then from there you can get into the interesting bit of kind of discussing it and having ideas about it and evaluating absolutely it and all that kind of thing. Okay, that's really useful. So the foundation is that knowledge and understanding, but generally in A levels, um, my experience is that. A-level exam questions are generally testing higher order thinking skills. So they're not saying, what do you know about this? They're saying, what do you think about this? Basically, that's the big difference. Um, is this true for RS? Are those, is there more of a balance towards those kind of thinking skills in terms of the way that RS questions are structured? Yeah, th there is, uh, and this this might sound as if I'm I'm going to slightly contradict what I've what I've just said, but but I, I don't. Hopefully, I, I'm not. But I, I think students initially their their worry is is the content. It, it is the knowledge and, and and understanding. But actually, when with my examiner's hat on, when I'm marking exam papers, very often what prevents people from getting the really high grades isn't the knowledge and understanding it is the the ao2 it's the evaluation so so as much as we we need the the ingredients we we then um come on to the what are we doing with with the ingredients so can i analyze ideas can i develop my my ao2 uh, and this is something that that in the masterclass I, I want to spend quite a bit of time on because I think I think this is really important that uh, it's the difference between um, putting an argument forward, mm -hmm. which is essentially saying so and so says this. This is why he believed in God. This is his argument. Mm -hmm. But then taking it to the next level and 
well, is that argument actually uh, right? Does the argument work? What are the flaws in it? What are the pros and cons? And, and really kind of pulling it apart and, and analyzing it. Now, the knowledge and understanding it is woven into that. So it's mm -hmm. kind of like the, the knowledge and understanding and the evaluation are, are weaving together at this point. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's like the cake, all the ingredients are now mixed together. That, so, so a paragraph might start with an evaluative claim um, that, that says that this argument doesn't work because then some knowledge is coming to back that up. Uh, and then obviously uh, returning to evaluation at the, towards the end of the paragraph. But we'll, we'll unpack that in more detail at the, the masterclass. Yeah, so that's really interesting because I think a lot of people, when they get to longer questions with much higher marks, many more marks available at A level, find that quite intimidating compared to the shorter answers that you give in GCSE papers. Um, is there a kind of standard way or a formula to answer those questions in RS A-level? You know, how, how do you help people do well with that? I think um, it's interesting. One of the, the things I'm, I'm often asked as a senior examiner is, is kind of, well, what's the technique? What is the structure? And I, I think that the question, what is the structure, is, is perhaps mistaken. I don't think there is necessarily one absolutely right structure for, for religious studies um, answers. That I think there is good technique and there is bad technique, but as examiners, we, we, we're, quite, we're quite okay with seeing slightly different structures. Mm -hmm. So, but, but, but essentially I, th I think good technique is probably about helping your examiner. So if you, uh, what, what I encourage my students to do is, is almost to picture their examiner. They, they've had a long day at work. Uh, they're marking your script about 11 o'clock at night. They've perhaps had a, a row with their partner um, that their, their tea's been burnt or they've, they've fallen over the cat or something. Um, you're going to need to help them to, to see your essay and understand what level it's at quite quickly. And, and that can be, be done by being, being clear in your introduction. What, yeah. What's this essay going to do? Having paragraphs that are clear that they, 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 so each paragraph, you, you, the examiner, when they begin to read the paragraph, is able to understand what that paragraph is there for, um, and and having a conclusion that just just wraps this this the whole thing together. So we'll talk a little bit more um, on the masterclass about about signposting and and, and yes. giving giving clear links and signposts in in your essay that will just just help your examiner. It, examining is really easy. If you've got a really good essay in front of you, yes. or you've got a really bad essay in front of you, um, where it becomes trickier is the stuff in the middle. And then if an examiner is having to read things two or three times to try and figure out what's going on, um, one of the things we, we sometimes say is it, it seems that the more you read something, the worse it seems. Yes. So, so if, you, if you've got something the examiner can grasp, uh, quite quite easily uh, by showing your structure then I think that's really important yeah this is something I talk about quite a lot generally within with the members of the extraordinaries club like 
your essay is like you're taking an examiner on a journey through your argument and you know to feel safe and secure on your journey you need to be signposted so that you know where it's all going at all points in time and so if you can be very clear to the examiner about you know what each paragraph is for and all that kind of thing that's going to make it so much easier for the examiner to go, yep, high mark kind of thing, <laughs> rather than, oh dear, I'm not sure about this one. And, Absolutely. And there's some, um, you know, there's a bit more there, isn't there? And you might go into this in the masterclass, but just knowing what those ingredients of a good paragraph look like and how to recognize them and how to make sure you're kind of putting them in there and that kind of thing. And yeah, that that's similar across all kind of, subjects at this level really isn't it yeah we can actually with uh, with the, the powerpoint or the master class we can we can actually get a couple of examples up and we can look at like what's why is this not working and why is this one working and actually compare them Fantastic. in a way if you can write a paragraph you can write an essay because yeah. an essay is just a collection of paragraphs so if yeah. you can do it once you ought to be able to repeat it yeah that might be easier said than done yeah I call it learning to think like an examiner and you know every student needs to be able to do it they need to be able to read their own work through an examiner's eyes so that they can understand how the examiner's brain is working when they're reading it and then they know if they're putting the right stuff in there for the examiner to be able to give them the marks absolutely yeah. yeah yeah definitely Okay, well, Chris, this has been fantastic. It's been really insightful for me about RS A-level because it's not something that I have very much experience of. And I'm really, really looking forward to the masterclass on the 23rd of September. Um, Thank you for sharing this with us today. (laughs) Thank you very much. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Me too. Take care. Thanks. Bye. I really hope you enjoyed the interview with Chris and you found it really helpful. There were some real nuggets to share in there, not just for people studying RS, but for people studying any essay-based A-level subject. So as I said at the beginning, Chris is teaching the How to Revise Religious Studies A-level Masterclass for members of the Extraordinaries Club on the 23rd of September at 7pm in the evening. It will take about an hour, but it's going to be really amazing. (laughs) And it's going to be a shortcut for many students to understanding what it really takes to achieve in religious studies. So if you'd like to sign up for that, come and click on the link in today's show notes, which you'll find at lifemoreextraordinary.com forward slash RSA level and you can find all the details and sign up on that page. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day and goodbye.